Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Westworld, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for Westworld on HBO and Sky Atlantic. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you doing today? I'm very well. How are you? I'm okay. Yep. Good. Uh, should be getting uh, Neo today, which is the game that I mentioned uh, a few weeks back, which is kind of the most samurai-esque game out there. There might be some others I don't ah, know about. Good. There's like Ninja Appropriately Westworld. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so looking forward to if I get that. This is for season two, episode seven, which is called Les Chorus. That's probably not how you say it, but it's uh, no. I think a French word, and I'm not French, so it's either gonna it's gonna be French or uh, or, or Spanish, I would guess. Probably. So. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? Um, I really enjoyed this episode. Mm. Actually, I thought it was really interesting. Um, they cleared up quite a lot of things, I think, through through this episode, and yes. certainly made the timeline stuff a lot clearer as well uh i i noticed fairly early on you were they were very obviously like jumping going from one timeline to another timeline to you know you but but it was done as part of the story process rather than just a straight cut and you're like where are we now mm-hmm. um the, they they definitely were leading into you know one timeline leading into another leading into another so uh i yeah i quite like that and uh Overall, though, they they cleared up a lot of stuff about you know things about the cradle and you know where things were going and you got more motivations out of people. I, yeah, I I thought it had a lot of stuff packed into it, but it was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surprising because they're, they're all about the same length. I think these episodes. There was one that was about an hour and ten, which I think was either last week or the week before. Uh, mm. I think it was the week before last week. But most of them have been like fifty-five, fifty-seven minutes. Um, and yeah, they seem to be able to put in quite a bit. Yeah. Um, it does make me wonder, like, for next year, if we get these 90-minute, two-hour Game of Thrones episodes, what that's going to be like. But I suspect with that, it's going to be a lot of action and stuff because of the plot that they're in. Um, yeah. But sometimes if you see, like, extended episodes for things, you're like, okay, well, what are they going to be fitting in and stuff? Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed it as well. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I thought they did... This is probably the best mix of like action and dialogue that they've done, and sometimes at the same time as well. I mean, sometimes yeah. you've got um, Teddy beating someone to death while Dolores is talking to her father or something. Um, yeah. And I thought all that worked out pretty well. Um, it's weird with Westworld. Like, I feel like I have at least a good understanding of what's going on in order to follow the plot. There's still the mystery and stuff, but like, if you were to say to me, like, tell me sort of. A to B, what's going on? I don't know that I could tell you. It's a weird one. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. But at least, I think, as long as this show 
enables its viewers to follow like the main thrust of the plot then i think that that's okay um the mystery sure it could still like go off the rails and whatever um and it hasn't yet i don't think um and like you said with this episode they did clear up some stuff which was which was quite nice uh oh we're actually getting like a few answers and stuff um I really, really like what they've done um, with Ford as well, because uh, I think I said last week about like if he's not there, not involved, or like if he is involved or whatever, whatever the um, status of that was, I would be like fine with it. Um, but I really like the idea of essentially him being in Bernard's or Bernard or the, whatever uh, Bernard at this point um, yeah. of his like consciousness. Um, I've seen that being done in some other things as well like uh, 13 reasons why um that happened as well um and some other things that that's happened in before um and i like that idea because it's essentially like okay you can keep that character around it, they're just in somebody else's mind um mm-hmm. and they can't like die again or get involved or whatever they're just essentially guiding another character or talking to yeah. another character so i think that that's quite good um but no i thought it was really good as well um yeah, and we got three left, um, and I feel like they got a good amount of time to at least wrap up the current plot. Of course, the show isn't ending, because he's still got a couple more seasons, so... Um, at least, yes. Yeah, at least a couple more, I think. Um, I think they said that they were aiming for five, which I think is a good amount. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if it's five and there's ten episodes a season, then that's fine. Uh, so before we get into the notes and details of this week's episode, I just want to let you know what we're doing entertainment talk. Uh, a little bit more of a quieter week this week, but there's still plenty of stuff to uh, go around and have a look at. Uh, I did kind of a fun review uh, yesterday for Deadpool 2 that's uh, spoiler free and just kind of a, um, yeah, didn't, I didn't go into any plots or anything. Just talked about sort of how fun it was and uh, what the future might hold for that character and uh, those sorts of things. Uh, so if you have or haven't seen... Deadpool 2 it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter if you've not seen Deadpool 1 I don't think because uh, this doesn't it has like a somewhat of a continuation but I think you can still probably listen to it and uh, probably still watch the second one maybe um, so yeah, go ahead and check that out and then go and see the film when you when you want to uh, speaking of um, films that are sort of owned by Disney as well um, I did a review last week for Solo which was kind of a brief um, sort of review uh, I was going to maybe bring you in at some point because you're a bit more of a you know a lot more about Star Wars than what I do and stuff, and you can maybe, <laughs> like guide some of the conversation and stuff. But I did a basic sort of: is this good? Is it not? And why or why not? Sort of thing. So uh, that's um, out there as well. Um, on Friday, there's going to be a review for Thirteen Reasons Why season two. Um, it does contain spoilers, and uh, it was kind of difficult to record. You'll find out what I mean if you go and listen to the review. Um, but yes, it has subjects that are difficult to talk about um and uh, it was therefore difficult to record as well um but yeah go and listen to the review if you've seen the second season uh if you haven't then there's going to be spoilers uh but go and check that out on friday as well um yeah and then last week we had the three season finales uh flash arrow and eye zombie um so if you like your cw stuff and your dc stuff then that's uh good for that as well um and e3 is this weekend uh there won't be a gaming talk this week because we're saving our energy for e3 because there's probably going to be quite a lot of stuff announced uh so we <laughs> want to save uh some time and energy for that uh but we'll be back next week i'm sure to talk about plenty of stuff because uh, there'll be a lot of information going out yeah e3 is uh, kind of crept up on us uh it's this weekend starts on saturday with ea and i think it finishes on uh, some point later next week with Nintendo I know that they're last so go and check all that out on entertainmenttalk.org uh, in the present Strand and Charlotte discover Bernard is a host because uh, they go into the room with like multiple hosts and things <laughs> or multiple... Yeah. I was like what what you know because they it's like they give you answers from Ford and stuff about what's happening and then they're like here's a room full of Bernard um, or Arnold, or whatever. Uh, Charlotte interrogates uh, Bernard about Dolores' attack on the Mesa as well. Uh, there's also a um, skeleton of an of an animal. Um, they didn't. They kind of addressed it and stuff. Um, but I thought this was kind of a nice, sort of mysterious opening. Um, yeah. Where like Bernard's still in that sort of uh, state in, in the past, where he's like kind of out of it. Um, yeah, but no, I thought it was a is an interesting, mysterious kind of opening. 
uh, very very lost like in that way because lost did that quite a bit where it was like here's an opening that you have no idea about um even breaking bad did that quite a lot and breaking bad uh, did that yeah. really well as well it was like yeah it was like here's an opening of two guys in a suit crawling on the floor you don't know what it is but here's the opening credits um but no i thought they did a good job with this as well what did you think yeah, uh, the room full of Bernards, I thought, was mm. was quite interesting. It gives Charlotte the great line of of going, uh, "Hey Bernard, I knew you'd have some. I thought you'd have some skeletons in your closet, but I wasn't expecting this, which I thought was lovely." Yeah, um, that was good. That was it. Was it was really good, and uh, yeah, it's it's interesting with the Bernards because, I mean, from events we know later, we know that. Uh, Bernard is not necessarily in his on his own in his head at the moment, and uh, so I, yeah, I found this this kind of all quite fascinating because this is presumably, if I'm thinking correctly, this is kind of later than the events of when he was in with in the uh, virtual version of Westworld with Ford. So I think so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, presumably he might not still be on his own inside his head there, but uh, we don't know maybe. that. Yeah. We, we, we don't know that, we, uh, you know, but, but that's certainly possible at that point, but certainly he's in this kind of fugue state of not seeming quite with it, but we don't know exactly who's in there at the moment. Yeah. Whether it's, whether it's Bernard, whether it's, <laughs> whether it's Bernard and Ford, whether it's something else entirely. Uh, yeah. So it's hard to say, but, um, yeah, I mean, I I quite like this opening, um, and uh, it's it's interesting to see how many Bernards they appear to have gone through over the years. Was it like six, seven, eight, maybe six, more? Six, six or eight, something yeah, like that. Yeah. that I, didn't, I didn't count the so. exact amount. Um, yeah, yeah, interesting. It, it's interesting with Bernard at the moment specifically because his timeline I feel is the most kind of all over the place because um, mm. we had the mystery of Ford and now we know how he now that we know how he connects into this story a bit more I feel like it can sort of help uh, Bernard's plot more because it's like yeah when when we go to future Bernard scenes if Ford is or isn't there we'll know roughly when it is maybe it, it's it's a bit more of a guide because we have a bit more of like a timeline on that now yeah. um, at least that's what we think at the moment Yes. Uh, Bernard explores the virtual space within the cradle uh, where he encounters Ford. Ford reveals that the control unit Bernard uh, retrieved from the bunker contained a copy of Ford's uh, persona and memories. As Ford and Bernard talk, Bernard realizes the purpose of the Delos Park has been to create copies of the guest's mind. Uh, Delos have been unable to put these into hosts as the hosts degrade quickly as well uh, as happened to uh, James Dallas as we saw. Ford tells Bernard that he will not be able to survive unless he loses uh, his uh, free will. He forces Bernard out of the cradle and Elsie reports uh, that the disruption of the system has been cleared. Bernard is instructed by a vision of Ford to follow his orders in taking uh, Bernard's free will. Um, Ford has imprinted himself on Bernard's control unit as well. Um, it's interesting when you discuss free will in this show because it's like, okay, we kind of we kind of questioned earlier in the season about Dolores and about Maeve, and I feel like those two both have free will now. Um, and Ford kind mm. of says as much because um, I think we were a little bit less, um, we had a bit less of an idea specifically about Dolores because we thought yeah. Maeve was a bit more on. Maeve definitely path. seems to, yeah. yeah Maeve uh, definitely but, seems to have free yeah. will, but it wasn't quite as clear with Dolores whether she was following some sort of predetermined plot. But it would seem that isn't the case. Yeah, and um, I think what they might do now is shift the like, um, the free will kind of story onto Bernard because he's because he's got Ford there now, and you're not exactly sure how much control he has. I mean, Bernard Ford can tell him like, oh, you do or don't have free will, but. Does he know that sort of thing? Yeah. I'm. I mean, like, yeah. How much of it is going to be Bernard and isn't in the future is going to be interesting. Because um, mm. I feel like that is shifting away from uh, Dolores and Maeve. Um, yeah. Because like Bernard literally has Ford in his brain, and it's like, okay, when you have somebody in there talking to you, like 
in your head, specific, specifically for host, if this was a human, it would probably be different again, but specifically for host, what does that mean for Bernard and, like, his decisions going forward? I think all that's very interesting. Um, and, yeah, I, I do like the idea of, like, I mean, not for the person suffering through it, but the idea of somebody being inside somebody's se- somebody else's head um, is an interesting way to um, carry on, like, a dead character story, because that's often where yeah. I've seen it as well. Uh, specifically in like 13 Reasons Why and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like that's a cool idea. What do you think? Yeah, um, I, I I like this. Uh, I mean, it, it's what's been quite interesting is we kind of knew that Ford must still be around because he'd been be communicating with the man in black. Yeah. Um, but it, the fact that this sort of unpacks exactly what's happening and the fact that ford basically you know hidden himself inside the cradle because uh i mean he says that's the only place that he could survive uh because they they don't have basically the host memories or the, the host units don't have the capacity to be able to maintain somebody for any length of time mm-hmm. which does make me think that when we get to that point later on where you know uh, strand and charlotte discover bernard is a host does make me think that there is a fairly good chance that ford isn't in there because that's such a length of time afterwards that you kind of think wouldn't bernard be malfunctioning a lot more by that point if ford was still inside him yeah, um, I mean, on, like, the base level of explanation, this makes a surprising amount of sense. Um, yeah. With, like, okay, he's in this cradle, and now he, like, let his quote-unquote free will go, and now he's in Bernard's head. Because um, we, at least at the moment, know how that works. We could get more yeah. confused on that later, so uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah, but, I mean... But we, I like the know, idea of it, so... Yeah, we know Bernard's a, a, some sort of special case you know how they they worked on him the other interesting thing of course with this is you've got you've got a little bit of background uh as to the fact that arnold definitely isn't backed up anywhere because the version of the bernard who is kind of a version of arnold is based on ford and dolores's memory of arnold not actually a direct copy of of his persona and memories Mm-hmm. unlike ford you know ford is is basically a complete copy of ford but but uh because arnold died so early they didn't have a backup of his brain so they reconstructed what they could from ford's memories of him and from dolores's memories of him being the oldest host in the park which is i thought that was kind of interesting as well uh but yeah, it does beg this question of of now that Ford is essentially sharing the control unit with Bernard. Right. How how long can that be sustained? Because presumably Ford has to get out of that at some point if he's going to if his persona and memories are going to survive. Mm-hmm. So maybe Ford is in somebody else, possibly. Maybe they've imprinted him on somebody else, but. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, because there is the thing of of the body, you know, deteriorates the the unit deteriorates after a certain length of time, as right. we saw James Delos. Yeah. So yeah, that's one of my other questions: is like, what does this do to Bernard's like sort of broken state? Not like Peter Abernathy level of uh, broken state, which we see in this episode, um, but like mm. him having the brain juice leaking out and like having flashes and all sorts of things what does that do to him um i'm gonna kind of presume and we could be wrong um because you could be wrong about a lot of things on the show uh but i'm gonna assume that that like helps him a bit more because maybe ford can like help his brain a bit more i don't know maybe yeah it's just a bit of a guess um but hey mystery so (laughs) yeah uh one of the other things that uh, got pointed out or that I saw got pointed out was um, when you are seeing Bernard and Ford in the uh, safer version of Westworld or, or the cradle version, yeah, is that um, everybody's sort of calm and doing their like routine kind of narrative, um, yeah. But Teddy and Dolores are like rushing off somewhere, or they're at least like riding off somewhere, and if that means anything, 
Um, uh, but, yeah. now that, but now that we've come out of that, or seemingly come out of that at the moment, um, I don't know if that will come back up. I don't. Know. I I didn't think that. I, I I just assumed that was part of the plot because in in terms of uh, that's part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um of their base storyline was them kind of rushing off and I, I, but I can't remember what happened. I'm trying to remember back to what happened in that first episode or what, what was supposed to happen in that first episode. Cause she goes to the market, she meets Teddy who picks up the can and hands it to her. And I think so. So, yeah. Uh, and don't they, I, I can't remember whether they rush off at the end of that. So I, I have a feeling that maybe that is just part of the predetermined, kind of story loop mm. that they're that that the base characters are in which is the world he's kind of living in um and that is kind of the whole point of those characters is the storylines haven't really changed in 30 years because they're they're the control group for the host the host uh, the, for the guests sorry the guests are the variables mm. so and because lee was rushed <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and but that's the interesting thing is they're adding new storylines. They started to sort of add new storylines in mm-hmm. later on, but the those sort of base storylines in places like Sweetwater had stayed the same as Ford says for like thirty years, and the reason for that being that they they needed a baseline for the the guests if they wanted to copy the guest minds, they needed to have some sort of standard. So. Uh, meanwhile, Angela makes her way to the cradle and destroys it, but tries to seduce this guy and whatever. Um, yeah. I saw a lot of people saying that this was one of the, the silliest scenes in the episode. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, Angela is uh, dead. Well, she's been completely exploded, so her brain yeah, I core suspect is dead. Yeah, yes. probably <laughs> gone as well. Um, so she makes her way there and, and destroys it. Uh, I thought, yeah, I didn't... Yeah, it, it was interesting for the idea of what she was doing but yeah the execution was a bit off with the guy being like oh you you were made for perfect or she says i was made for perfection and all this stuff and it was like okay you're supposed to like be trying to kill this woman because she's taking over the park um yeah so yeah uh Uh, yeah i mean i I didn't bother me overly that scene in but yes i can understand why people took against it Mm -hmm. well they're both (laughs) dead now so it can't happen again so yeah, um, yeah. So the cradle gets destroyed as well as uh, Angela and whoever this unnamed guy was. I don't remember his name. Uh, no. The horde fight uh, Colin's mercenaries uh, as Dolores and Teddy search for Peter. They find him with Charlotte, who orders uh, mechanics to copy the data within Peter. She is forced to reveal to Ashley that the data uh, includes an encryption key for quote the project. As Dolores catches them, she remarks that the cradle's uh, destruction set the hosts free. Um, Charlotte and Stubbs flee with the. Uh, sorry, Charlotte and Stubbs flee when Colin um, or Colin, Coughlin, um and his team arrive. Teddy fights them and beats uh, Coughlin to death. Uh, Peter recovers his memories long enough to tell Dolores that he knows. He is dying and says goodbye. Uh, and Dolores uh, off screen. We didn't need to see no, it necessarily. We, no, no. Uh, we knew it was happening. Um, she removes the uh, control unit and killing him, but not quite because she's got his brain. Well, I guess. what's left of his brain? Yeah, I guess. Of it, yeah. Um, I mean, I think he would have died anyway. The state he was in, and like he's been tortured yes. and nailed down and uh, whatever. Um. Interesting. Quite quite a lot of cool stuff happened here. I I, I don't know if I'm more or less invested in uh, Teddy. He's interesting still, but like he's certainly a different character now because he's like yeah, he's a, yeah. he's essentially Dolores' like right hand man, but in a much more like mercenary sense as yes. to like okay if if she says I'll go and kill this person or whatever, he's gonna go and do it, and he's yeah. sort of the uh, the hired gun in a way. If you get what I mean. Um, I thought the scene of him killing Colin, I'll just call him Colin, <laughs> of killing <laughs> him uh, was kind of cool. Um, I mean, I didn't yeah. care about that character, so I'm fine with him dying. Um, what, what did you think of these bits and pieces? Yeah, um, I I like this. I thought uh, I thought it was it that whole sort of thing 
with uh, certainly the the cradle being exploded, the the idea that Dolores sent uh, Angela there to blow it up. Presumably, she knew she was going to die, so you know Dolores had sort of convinced her to to sacrifice herself for it because she must have known that they were blowing up the backups. Mm-hmm. Do, you, um, do you think maybe that's her failsafe? Is like if this part goes under or under siege, that she'll go and do that? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I would no. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought so because the. I I I suspect that's all Dolores. Okay. Um, because if there's there's no advantage to the people that own the park to blow up all the backups, so I mean that's considerably a disadvantage <laughs> to yeah. to that. Yeah. You know because uh, and Dolores's motivation for blowing up the backups is because she doesn't want them to be able to reset everybody back to their base state. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I I entirely get the motivation for doing that. Uh, the encryption key for the project, uh, you know, I'm I'm glad that we've. One, one thing I like about the show is is that we've not that you know, with a lot of shows they will leave everything until the last minute before the reveal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, and I was could, slightly could concerned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you were slightly concerned that you were going to end up getting to like the last episode, and you're suddenly going to get like you know twenty different reveals. What and you you're actually getting reveals of certain bits of the plot mm. coming throughout the season. Plus, they're adding new layers on top of things as well, which is is quite nice. You know, you're not they're not kind of trying to hold everything for some big reveal at the end. I mean, I'm sure there will be a big reveal at the end, oh, yeah. but yeah, but you're you know because there are still mysteries in this, but you are getting resolutions to certain things so like you know May finding the daughter last week. Uh, you know, you got that, and you know, I mean, obviously that's not quite grateful there, but. Uh, you've you know, you're getting things like that. The stuff with the man in black. Yeah, you know, you're getting characters meeting each other. Mm. <clears throat> so there are some things coming up that uh, are getting not, you know, that could potentially have been left until the very last minute, and they're resolving them throughout the series, which is much better. Um, but yeah, Maeve, yeah, Maeve could have been looking for her daughter for this whole season. She could have. Yeah. Um, they could have ha- had what happened last week happen in the season finale, but they didn't. Um, yeah. I mean that story is not necessarily concluded, but we get at least a bit of an answer to it, which is uh, I think what you what you mean. Yeah. Um, I Zom- I Zombie did a good job of that this season. Um, towards sort of the last couple of episodes. Mm. Um, but no, it's, it is good when like sure season finales are like to tie the arc of the season off and to set up the next one. If you know, depending on if it's the final season or not. But it is good to have like some pre-reveals in like the episodes leading up to it, which yeah. could lead to even bigger reveals. So that's kind of the point of them. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they're starting to do a bit more of that, and we only have three episodes left, so maybe we can expect a bit more. So that I be, would think cool. so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this was this was a good episode for for getting those kind of re- reveals mm-hmm. out. I think. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of this gunfire as well. Um, Clementine dies, uh, which I yes, was, yeah. But she, she seemed to be it like Teddy two point where she's like yeah, yeah, really, she's... really robotic and stuff. Yeah, uh, she really didn't seem to be all there. So, um, and yeah, she, I and she didn't exactly have like a current plot necessarily. So no, no, and so I, you know. I, I mean, you know, so sorry the actresses are now got to go find another job. But yes, that does well. Uh, we say that, but the amount this show jumps around in timelines, the chances are she'll be back next season at some point. Maybe, yeah, maybe in some sort of flashback or 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 something else. Um, but no, she did a great job uh, with with her character. Um, yeah, and I hope to see her on something else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the park, uh, Keisha and the Ghost Nation warriors uh, chase Maeve and her daughter to a homestead. While a raiding party shepherds William and his gang there, uh, William or Man in Black, whatever. Um, I'll just call him William here. Uh, William, William finds Maeve and uh, mistakes her for another trick by Ford. I thought that was kind of almost funny. It's like, is this yeah. like one of your tricks, Ford? It's like, no, it's not. Um, but it's not, it's a bit of like a boy cried wolf kind of thing, where it's like 
he thinks well not exactly he, but he, well, but I mean, he, think, he thinks, he thinks everybody, it's the same yeah. trick yeah um which i thought was good it's mm. consistent with his character which is good as well yeah uh especially as like in the past weeks he's had like young girls come up and talk to him in like a forward sense so uh yeah. she injures him and then turns uh his men against him lawrence stops her until mave uh, awakens in his uh, past memories he critically wounds William, but is prevented from killing him by the arrival of Dalos forces uh, called by Lee. Lee not fully in control of them, but somewhat in control of them. Uh, Dalos kills uh, Lawrence and they wound Maeve. She gets shot quite a bit. Uh, who Lee instructs to save them because he basically jumps out at the last minute. Um, and uh, says, no, don't kill her. We need, need to save her. Plus, she's a great character and we don't want her to die. Uh, Maeve is powerless to stop um, Akicha from capturing her daughter and they sort of ride off so um, at least this wasn't a like oh Ghost Nation got her back and they're off again you've got like Man in Black here you've got Lee you've got yeah. um, the Dalos team there's a lot more elements in play as opposed to like her losing and gaining her daughter throughout the season so it's it's a lot better um, mm. do you get what I mean like it's not sort of a yeah. repetitive kind of oh the Ghost Nation got one better on her and then she got one better on them and then vice versa it's like there's a lot more characters in play here that cause her to to lose her daughter plus she gets shot multiple times and she can't exactly help that so yeah um, i mean i i find the the whole ghost nation thing i find incredibly fascinating mm, um yeah. and it looks like we're gonna get next episode we're going to get a lot more background on the ghost nation okay. um which should be quite interesting uh but yeah they're 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 one of the more interesting parts of the park for me because it's not entirely clear who they are what their motivation is Mm -hmm. whether they do have free will whether they're i mean there was an interesting suggestion this is on westward but one of the character one of the uh, guests on westward made the interesting suggestion that maybe the ghost nation are actually the natives of the land that they founded Westworld on and then are actually hiding in the park and never bothered, le- you know, and didn't leave. <laughs> so yeah. maybe they're all human. <laughs> Do you mean like a lost others sort of thing? Um, yeah, basically. Like they, like they were, maybe, they were maybe they're actually, maybe they were there before and they're yeah. actually, they're actually human um, and not all hosts as we assume they were, which I think is, is I don't necessarily think that's true, but I think it's a fascinating idea mm-hmm. uh, that that maybe they are they are hired as some form of you know maybe maybe they they struck an agreement that they could use the land, but they they were allowed to live on it and they are acting as a sort of park security, but they're not to interfere with the guests mm-hmm. um, as such. Only if they kind of stray in the wrong direction. So I I don't know. I'm I'm really intrigued by these guys. Yeah, I I they, don't know yeah. exactly what's going on with them. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, and we had that interaction last week with one of the guys uh, with a, a a teacher talking to Maeve, saying you're. I think it we're was on the same path or something. Yeah, yeah, we're on the same path, which I thought was kind of interesting. So yeah, really intriguing. Mm. Yeah, stuff a, going on with yeah, them. Yeah, there's a lot of story and character development you could go into with them, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, yeah. And hey, there's there's more than enough space in this massive park for everybody, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, it gets even bigger this week because they open more doors and you see the, the uh, Bernard thing and it's like, wow, this place is just enormous. So, um, yes, plenty, plenty of space for, for everyone. Um, and probably even... M- space for more people because this thing's just enormous um but no they're a very interesting uh new-ish sort of set of characters um at least newish in terms of what we know about them and stuff because it's like yeah how much free will do they have and what's their role and whose side are they on um all very interesting questions because uh, i feel like as we're starting to get at least some of the answers to uh those questions in terms of the other characters like i spoke about spoke to about earlier with um dolores and mave because we kind of have answers there um, the uh, the Ghost Nation is very fresh in in terms of that, so yeah, should be good. Yeah. Um, this scene also did make me slightly more interested in Man of Black. He's still not in like my top five most interesting characters, I don't think. But I don't know. His if he's gonna keep doing this thing like where he thinks Ford is tricking him, that's at least a bit more interesting to me. Um, especially yeah. considering like 
What about if he talks with uh, Bernard and he says, "Oh, Ford's in my head," and what the hell's that going to do to to him? So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, but this is the thing, you know, mm. Ford. The reason that Ford could trick him and seemingly take control of some of the other heists was because he's in the cradle. Now he's not yeah. in the cradle. He doesn't have that ability. I wouldn't have thought anymore. So, I, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of interesting. Mm. Uh, and, you know, going back to the thing about the cradle being blown up. Yeah. Did Dolores know that Ford was in there? Or assumed that Ford was in there. Was it actually Ford she was trying to kill, not just the backups? Hmm. I wonder if she'll get any information out of uh, her dad's brain. That's a very. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, as far as yeah, as far as we're we're aware, her dad's brain is essentially. I mean, I don't know how much of her dad is left in there, but I mean, essentially, right. it is a key to it's the encryption key to the project. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what other information is in there other than it being this encryption key. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, Ford leads Bernard uh, to the control center where he witnesses the remains of the Dalos forces being wiped out by the Horde or the uprising, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Bernard turns off all the security systems, allowing. Oh, this is the bit where they do little bits of slow motion and stuff. Um, and Teddy's like on top of the. Uh, I know the control room bit. He's up on the other level and he's shooting downwards. I thought it was kind right, of right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he turns off all the security systems, allowing um, Dolores full control. Dolores finds Maeve at the exit and tells her that the humans are using her door to con- to control her, uh, which is possible, I suppose. Uh, Maeve refuses her offer uh, of a mercy killing, which is good because I don't want Maeve to die yet. Um, yeah. And warns her that uh, her manipulation of Teddy makes her no better than the humans, kind of. Um, yeah. And she might be doing it for different reasons. We don't know that quite yet. There could be more revealed on that, I suppose. Um, I thought this, the slow motion stuff was, was kind of cool. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah. interesting how none of them attack Bernard, but I guess they don't see him as a threat or or something. Yeah, I um, so, yeah. yeah. It does make me wonder how much of this Delos team has actually left. Because a lot of them do get killed in this episode, but um, I remember when you had the attack on the uh, the fort a few weeks ago, or a few weeks back, when um, it was like four or five cars worth, and there was some more that, that showed up, so there's probably still quite a few left, but um, they're losing mm. their numbers, so. Yes, yeah. Uh, what do you think of this stuff? It's quite cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought this was, was kind of interesting, that whole sort of attack thing. Uh, Bernard shutting down the security systems mm. allowing Dolores full control, but we don't know what that is. Yeah. What we don't know exactly what he shut down and what that gives Dolores access to. Uh, so, so that's really quite interesting. Um, the, the, I like the little exchange between Dolores and Maeve uh, and her, her basically saying, well, you know, we, we each cho- we each have the ability now to choose our own path. So, you know, I'm not going to shoot you in the head. Um, and I, I mean, I think Maeve will be fine. I, I think that because she's such a great character, I don't think they're going to kill her off yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so and Lee was like right around the corner. So he was just, I think he was waiting for everybody else to leave. Uh, and then he'll probably go over to her and yeah, save and- her. So. Yeah, now now they're back somewhere where he will have all the facilities to be able to save. I think they probably will. Um, plus, she has to, I think, head back to try and get her daughter again. Yep. Uh, so that also fits in with that whole thing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I... I yeah, I liked, I liked all of this. I thought this was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh you get, you get some more interesting like Ford Bernard interactions. Um, yeah, that's going to continue to interest me and, forward as long as it, uh, it's good. Yeah, you know, and I mean that know. that sort of thing about uh, 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 that we got sort of towards the end of Ford going, "Don't worry, Bernard, it's uh, you know you're not responsible for this." And you got those nice sort of shots of Bernard mowing everybody down, mm. um, but with sort of interchanged with Ford mowing people down as well. So it's it's clear that Ford can sort of push Bernard out of the way and take over for even if it's only for brief periods of time when he really needs him to do something and Bernard's not in a sort of fit state to do that or isn't prepared to do it. So yeah, it's interesting. Kind of... 
yeah, it's going to be interesting. The like, con- who has the most control going forward? Like, um, I I suspect if Ford is like has to like warn Bernard about something or he has to urgently tell him something, he can probably pop up again. I'm guessing. Um, but uh, yeah, that yeah. would be very interesting going forward to see like how much control who has over Bernard and whatever. Uh, yeah, it's still it's still Bernard's body. So yeah, um, yeah, that'll be that'll be kind of cool. Um, and like I said, I like those those kind of plots, so uh, I'm interested in this one. Um, what do you think of the action so far in this show? I think it's it's been pretty good. You've had, uh, you know, you you've got a good balance between some really nice, um, you know, fight sequences and chase sequences and stuff, and just interesting plot. I, I you know I I don't I don't think they're they're overdoing it one way or another you know you're not just having battles for the sake of battles you you know everything has a proper place I just think it's very well put together yeah um I think this episode specifically uh, at least to me anyway I think they did a good job of balancing that yeah because um, you can have some episodes that are way too dialogue heavy uh, not just in this show but in other shows as well um and you can have some that are just like okay um like war and fighting is entertaining because it's action but like you do still need some story um so i feel like they're balancing it uh quite well so yeah, yeah. i mean that given that um uh the one big action sequence of course with was with william and lawrence and Maeve mm-hmm. earlier on i mean i i'm kind of interested to see whether william still survives that or whether he is definitely dead, or but I can't imagine that's how they're going to kill him off. I, I suspect they must be some way of bringing him back at some point. Um, I think him and uh, Maeve are going to be fine going forward. Yeah. Um, not Angela or Clementine though. Those are, I think those are dead. Yes. Um, returning to the present, Charlotte Strand and Stubbs find Bernard having difficulty separating his raw memories from those implanted. And he's able to tell them where to find Peter's control units. Uh, and then that's the end of the episode. Um, so this kind of continues from like... When you see the... Uh, which was quite cool. The imagery of um, Ford being in uh, yeah the reflection next to Bernard. And he's like, pick up the gun. It was interesting when they go over to Bernard. And uh, they say like, oh, who, who are you? And like they start questioning him. And then he does the thing of like when like i said when a character is talking to or imagines somebody else that the other person doesn't see there and they start talking to them or they tilt their head left or right and they start talking and then the other characters are like who are you talking to what are you doing um yeah it's interesting like a character's explanation from that he doesn't really explain that as much because they get interrupted um but like how they're gonna manage that and stuff um Mm. i thought that that was quite interesting um yeah that that was cool as well yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll see some more like forward reflections or I don't know something like that. So, um, but yeah, because you kind of have that and then it goes like all dark and stuff, um, and then he just starts shooting into the crowd. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I imagine. I, I wonder where the Bernard this bit of the Bernard plot goes from from here, because um, there's still bits and pieces of missing, I think, as well. So. Yeah. I mean, I I still think there's going to be some major reveal towards the end. I mean, we don't, you know, we we know that they're all heading to this door, uh, you know, the, and they have the key to this project, uh, uh, but we still don't quite know exactly what those things are yet, because mm-hmm. uh, we we originally we were sort of thinking that maybe what they were heading towards was the cradle itself, but. Uh, it clearly it's something else that they're actually finally heading towards, and it's referred to as the valley of the something or you know, um, but it's also been referred to as a door. So, mm. is that a way of of them getting out of the park? Is it is it something which will make them entirely sentient and human? Uh, you've also, you, you know, going back to the title sequence thing of being a mother and child as well. I mean, is is this, it, is it something that will allow them to create, you know, I, reproduce in some way, maybe, so they can be a proper species because a species needs to be able to reproduce. So, right. yeah, you know, unless, unless they do that in a different way, like they just 
create brains or something like that. Well, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not necessarily get, right. saying give birth, but the, you know, <laughs> they, you know, because you then have to, you'd have to have hosts be able to grow and stuff. And I don't know whether that would be even be possible, but, mm-hmm. but you know, they need to be able to replicate themselves in some way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's probably a few options they can they can use to do that. Yeah. Uh, but no, good episode. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, we don't have much left, so there's uh, things are starting to uh, ramp up and stuff. If they weren't already, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on to the emails for this week. You can send yours into entertainmenttalk@hotmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com or Twitter or Facebook. Twitter is at etalkuk. Jesse says, "I think the idea of Ford being in Bernard's mind is really, really cool, and I like how they showed it. Uh, and for once, it feels like it uh, fully makes sense, and we can fully understand." Uh, you, you might want to. You might want to hold that thought. There might be some. Uh, some <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the show is a thinker, but sometimes it's nice for the writers to say, "Here, this is what this is." Uh, I can't wait to see what kind of uh, crazy fun stuff Ford makes Bernard do. Me, me too as well. Yes. Uh, also, we already saw some of it. It's really cool how you can make a dead character come back. Uh, like that. Some of the recent examples uh, with light spoilers are Hannah. Uh, Thirteen reasons why. Um, and the Joker in the Arkham Knight as well, which, uh, that was a lot more present in, in that video game specifically. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was, did you ever play that? Yes, yes, yeah, I did. That, that, Good was, game. that was quite cool. Um, yeah, because it was like, how are they going to include the Joker back in there? And like, here it is. Um, yeah. I'd like to see it be used a lot more. Uh, it's risk-free and doesn't need to be explained. Um, it needs to be, like, briefly explained, but not to, like, too much of an extent. Mm. Um... Because it can kind of happen to anyone, sort of. I, yeah. It depends on the character and stuff. But uh, yeah, thanks for that email. Uh, that that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Any any thoughts on that? Uh, no, no, no. I just, I mean, I'm interested to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and and what you end up with. Uh, the, you know, towards the end. You know, where is is where is Bernard? Where does Bernard end and Ford? start and is ford still around in those later things yeah so. maybe um yeah i think you might get a bit more of the here it is kind of thing towards the end mm. of the season because uh, you have to answer the questions eventually so yeah uh, and we don't have many episodes left yeah uh aaron or aaron or however you'd say his name i think the episode was pretty good here's my problem with the show how can you manage to tell five seasons of story in this park uh, even if you do cross into other parks, yes, we saw Raj and Shogun World, but uh, we hardly see them there for that long. Um, unless, of course, they are writing plots we aren't able to think of. That's probably the Quite case. Yeah, Likely, yes. Um, lastly, who do you see being killed off next? As I feel like all this shooting needs to lead to a few character deaths. Well, we saw some deaths in this episode. We saw like Angela and Clementine and... Uh, who was the other one? That uh, the guy who Teddy beat to death. Um, yes, uh, the the um, uh, what's his name? Cochlin. Yeah, Cochlin. Uh, so I guess that's starting as well. So um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you are, you are gonna see more people be killed off towards mm-hmm. the end. I'm I'm not convinced you're this. I mean, Teddy, you could probably lose at this point. Maybe, but yeah. uh, I I suspect Dolores, Maeve, um, and Bernard are probably safe. Mm-hmm. Possibly Lee, maybe. I, so. I like Lee. I like Lee as well. Yeah. So, what about I, um, who are the other guys? Sylvester and his his friends. We've not, could... Well, we've not seen a huge amount of them yeah. in the last few episodes, but um, yeah, I I mean, I like those guys as well. Yeah. I maybe like one of them could die or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Ford's dead. He's a pretty major character. So, <laughs> I know that yes. was last season. Well, deadish. Uh, sort of, <laughs> I got yeah. better. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Maybe like Teddy, hopefully not Lee. Um, I don't think Maeve, Dolores, um, are not Bernard either. I think Bernard's far too important at the moment. Yeah, uh, especially with the whole Ford thing coming around. Yeah. Um, Man in Black, I'd be okay with him dying. I th- I think. Um, I yeah, I mean, I, I just don't find him as interesting as everybody else. So I guess that's. I don't know. Why I'm saying I that. find him. He's interesting from the point of view that he. He's treating the whole thing as a game and not as, you know, 
everything's been turned upside down and this right. is kind of seriously going wrong. He's treating it more like, you know, oh, Ford's created this game for me, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of interesting. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think there is only... Uh, it can only take, to, take it so far before that character's probably going to have to be mm-hmm. killed off. I mean, I think with his newer thing of like, oh, is this you Ford playing a game? That's mm. definitely more interesting, but it depends where they go with that. So yeah, yeah, there's a few people that could could die. So uh, I guess we'll have to see in the final three episodes. Uh, we will be <coughs> back next week for uh, episode eight, uh, whatever that would be. Uh, look out Friday for the thirteen reasons why spoiler review. Have you seen season two? Uh, for no, not yet. Okay. Not not thirteen reasons. No, um, I've. I've got to. I think I started watching the first episode and just wasn't in the right headspace and decided I was going to go back to it at some point. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, check that out next week or this week rather on Friday. Uh, and I've got a little teaser for you all. I did tweet this out yesterday. Um, I'm not going to explain what any of it is. I'm going to leave a bit of a mystery. But uh, the week after Westworld finishes, which will be the fourth of July at three p.m., uh, something new is coming out, and that's all I'm going to say. It's been recorded, edited, scheduled. All, all that stuff um, I don't think that there's much that could stop it coming out unless I don't know <laughs> um, but it's been scheduled so uh, something yeah something new is going to be coming out so look out for that uh, and there's going to be one from the same thing the week after so yeah uh, next time I'll remind you of that is the season finale because it'll be the week after and I probably should plug it that week as well um, but yeah stick around for after Westworld as well for whatever that would be of course I'm the only one that knows what it is so that's kind of fun um, but yes, check out entertainmenttalk.org for all of the other content that we mentioned. There's plenty of stuff on there uh, at the moment for you to go and look at. If you'd like to see what David's up to, uh, you can head over to geektown.co.uk and see which of these shows uh, survived the uh, the mass slaughtering of renewals and cancellations. Yes, uh, we're, still we're, get, we're still getting cancellations yeah, coming yeah. in as well. Uh, and see which ones got revived. There were some that sort of got cancelled and picked up by the network, so that's yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, that's starting to happen a bit more in the in the last few years, uh, which is good because it means like if a show's cancelled, it's not necessarily dead because another yeah. network can pick it up. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, head over to there and listen to Geek Town Radio and all that fun stuff. Uh, you did an MCM Comic Con thing last week with all interviews and cool stuff like that. Uh, yes, and we've got uh, the Lucifer's Amy Garcia and Riverdale's Lachlan Monroe on the podcast this week as well. So, cool. Nice, so go and check that out. Um, you can follow us on social media, Entertainment Talk. Uh, that's for Facebook and Twitter. Twitter is at, at eTalkUK. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, uh, you can. there's a few different options uh, of ways of supporting us. One of them is patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. So just head over there, pick whichever one is suitable for what you want. Let us know what you'd like to be reviewed and we'll take it from there. That's also where you can get your ad-free podcast as well. Uh, word of mouth, tell your friends, tell your family if you know that they're watching or playing any of these things. Uh, even if they don't, just tell them anyway. <laughs> and they may be able to, they might be able to tell people that uh, like it as well. So um, tell them about the website and they can come and discover everything that we've uh, posted here. Um, yeah, let us know what we're doing badly. Let us know what we're doing well so we can uh, sort things out properly as well. Uh, Amazon affiliate link, that's where you can go to Amazon. You can do your normal shopping but you use our Amazon affiliate link, we'll get a small cut of the amount that you spend, but it doesn't cost you anything extra, so that's a good way to support us as well. iTunes, you can rate, review, and subscribe to us over there, so that's good as well. Uh, And then lastly, there's Mixer and Twitch. If you'd like to see me and Robert play various different video games whenever we decide to go live, uh, you can follow those channels. Um, So yeah, just follow and subscribe to everything that we do, and you'll be kept up to date. Uh, Twitter is the, like, quick updates sort of thing that I use, Um, so uh, follow us on Twitter as well. Yeah, I think that's everything for this week. So we shall see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.